Josh, is it is it recording? Well, you could have you could have said it was recording. Hiya, it's Sally here. <laughs> Just a quick one, just a quick one. You can now rate Say Your Mind podcasts on Spotify as well as Apple Podcasts. So if you can, do make sure that you do both. I know that some of you are just a little bit lazy. I can't say that. But why? Why why is it right? Anyway, (laughs) now for the urban intro music. It's the Ben's Brunani woman is Baby boys, baby girls, you need to hear this Help sit down, sit down, receive this realness Make sure your cup's ready for the tea we are gonna sip it Hard time's calling for your long shorts You might learn something you never know let you find And she's one of a kind Don't say you mind, say you mind I ain't got a song, I ain't got a song I ain't got a song today. Hey, I mean, do I really need to have a song when I had like 15 million songs for, you know, last week's episode? There were there were lots of songs. And quite frankly, it's very rare for me, but I don't actually want to be here this week. Like, usually I'm like, oh, but I'm recording because, you know, it's a practice. I'm literally recording because, like, I'm contractually like beholden to recording today because there's sponsors that I need to you know big up I mean if I really really wanted to I could just like get them moved to another week but I was just like I'll do it anyway because so I think that transparency is necessary I want to be here I want to be here but um I don't know if the noise can come through actually but this is a new mic that shouldn't be picking up noise but um next door um, there's people who have moved into the office next door and they're great guys but you know they watch tv and stuff um so yeah it's me Kalechi, in this place to be I guess um and you're listening to SYM officially known as say your mind unofficially known as what what that's right suck your mum see now in the wide version I'm looking at myself in a camera in a wide version you can see my light box that says say your mind but in this like short small version of the recording platform that I'm using it's kind of like cut the light box and Mercury's definitely a retrograde for me because and it's in my third house as well because it's retrograde currently through Gemini in it. Um, and that's my house, my third house of like mass communication and bod- uh, broadcasting and podcasting and all of those things there. Like this is my second time driving to the office today because um, I set off with like new furniture that I'd bought. So I remember to bring the furniture in that I'm going to place like my bits on. You know, when I was asking you lot last week, like what should I have so I can place my bits on behind me? So I bought something that I found. Um, but then I left my MacBook at home. So then I had to drive back home, get my MacBook and then come back. So all that's showing me is that I need some kind of process in place. And it's I knew it from the beginning that I need a separate computer to be in the office not my macbook that I'm carrying around because of situations like that like I might need to come here one day and I wouldn't have wanted to like carry my macbook or whatever with me so that being said I'm going to make sure that I save and get like another computer or something well for this space so I don't have to worry about all of that um and yeah um that's is that like the main thing? No, then when the day that Mercury went retrograde, I went to and Jupiter entered Aries, I went and got a new tattoo from uh, Minx underscore doll. Um, that's M-I-N-K-X underscore D-O-L-L 
on Instagram, a baby girl, like one of my absolute faves. Um, she does machine tattoos and their motherfuckers are painful. But even then I had, um, a great experience with her. So, um, Usman Sembene has, um, or Semben has, um, a quote, he's a filmmaker and there's a quote when he talks about the fact that Europe is not his center. And he talks about like Europe is, he was saying it in French where he's like, Europe is not my center. Um, you know, why be a sunflower and follow and, um, turn towards the sun when I myself and the sun. And I thought that that's such a mood and a vibe, like that spoke deeply to me like that resonated with me like I myself am the sun so I want to you know like have that experience I want um that drawn so I've got it on my thigh you can't see it now hopefully because this dress is short and actually the way that I'm sitting I've got my minge out um but anyway I've got the tattoo like one one side on my right thigh it says why be a sunflower and turn towards the sun and then on my left thigh, it says when I myself am the sun. And then there's a picture or there's a drawing of the sun on my thigh. But part of the sun is also a sunflower, because I think that that is the thing, isn't it? Like we we are all things at any given time. So I'm both the sunflower and the sun. We all are in one way or another. So, yeah, I love that. That's the depiction that we've got. And it's just so beautiful. It's still currently healing. I try to hold off on running, but today's Sunday and I can't help myself just hit the pavement and got going. But it was a short run. Most runs that I do nowadays are short. I don't think I do beyond 10K nowadays because I just don't feel like it. And when I feel like it again, I'll go for longer. But um, yeah, I've just kept it cute, just kept it. um, Yeah, just kept it contained, really. So after I finished at the gym, so, no, finished at the gym. After I finished at the um, running, then I went to the gym to kind of do some con- um, stretching and conditioning exercises. And then I came here. No, 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 no. That's not why I was telling you the story I've remembered now. <laughs> so I'm going to check because people are talking about ADHD, this, this and that. I need to check. But anyway, um, the reason I'm telling you that is because on my way to her, the day that Mercury entered, um, went retrograde and and Jupiter entered Aries, she sent me her address. For some reason, I did word association and didn't go with the, uh, the name of the address. I went with something that I associated with the name and I put that into like the taxi finder app thing that I use, like, because um, I tend to book black taxis, black cabs, because I don't know who the fuck I think I am. But then when you look at it, sometimes the prices pretty much come out the same. So I'd rather somebody who actually has done the test to know how to drive all around London than somebody who's just using a sat nav and we're both figuring it out together. So anyway, I mean, the black cabs also do have sat navs in their things now because of all the road closures and massive flower boxes appearing out of nowhere. So yeah, Anyway, I put the address in, was not the correct address. So this guy's driving, driving, driving. And I'm like, oh, we've passed Rotherhive Tunnel. Oh, where are we going? Oh, like, oh, maybe we're going to Blackwall Tunnel. Da, 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 da. And then I realized that, Kelechi, check the address that you put in. Because the address, my PA, um, Vanessa, she'd put in the address in my thing correctly. It was just like, it was in my diary correctly. I just didn't look at my diary. Didn't look like any, look at anything. I thought I was a bad man and just said, you know what, I'm going to go off vibes. And I put whatever address that I felt the fuck was correct. And then here I am going completely the, the wrong way. Like I needed to be on the other side of the river, but I just kept traveling east on the south side of the river. 
Um, but I clocked just before we got to Blackpool Tunnel and was able to kind of rectify the thing. But it meant that I paid double the fee, like double the fare, because I didn't have my mind right. So that's basically been my experience that of Mercury retrograde thus far. I don't think like Mercury retrograde is like a negative thing. I just think it's more of a thing of like um like they say, like Mercury's a trickster. It's going to show you the places that you should fine tune your life and, you know, spice up your life, all of the things there. And I realized that, yeah, I need to just be better at, um, I need to be better at being present. I, at any given moment, I'm thinking about like 60 things, 60 different things I'm thinking at, um, about at any moment. So, um, I need to get better at focusing on one thing at a time and making sure I'm doing that thing correctly, lest I end up paying freaking double the fee to get somewhere that I could have gotten to much more quickly. And, you know, I'm always talking about like lateness and stuff like I hate it. Like I, I really try to not hate people who are late, but I hate lateness. I just don't understand it. I think it's such a disregard for people's time, for people's lives. And I really dislike myself when I'm late um talk less of like other people who don't have the similar responsibilities to me and I know people are like oh but you know neurodivergent people sometimes they're late yeah 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 I get that but there are also people who are stupid and lazy and don't have any reason other than that they don't respect people's time because why I know that to be true because if somebody said to you I'll give you a million pounds if you arrive at this place on the dot trust and believe these people who are like oh sorry I'm just late everywhere (laughs) suddenly they will know how to be on time for that million pounds and if they can't that's when I'll be like you know what I get it you're clearly you know operating on a different frequency that's okay but generally speaking it's just laziness so I don't like it in myself when I find that I'm late but sometimes especially when you're trying to juggle a whole last child like time just moves weirdly but I always make a point of being like I'm extremely sorry for my lateness and you know all of that stuff but uh, yeah that day there was no child there was no nothing other than me deciding that I was just going to put an incorrect address into that app and having to pay double for it so that happened and then today I had to go home I had to basically come back here twice because I forgot my my laptop at home that's another thing that's showing me that oh you need to tighten up on the things that you're doing because you're not doing the right thing you're not doing the right thing not doing the right thing baby um so yeah so that's what I'm currently experiencing and Mercury is going to be in um it's going to be retrograde until the until June 3rd so everybody pray for me I need y'all to pray for me. When is Anthony Hamilton coming back to the UK? Because that is like my favorite artist to see live. I love him so much. I don't giving you the best of me. Hey, hey. Amazing. <sighs> Amazing. Yeah, I yeah. Woke up this morning, found a letter that she wrote. Hey, she says she's on it because I'm always on the road. Too hard to swallow being alone. She needs someone at night that she can hold. Oh, I, I had to sing properly there because you can't just sing Anthony Hamilton anyhow. It's funny how he's got the name as, same name as Lewis Hamilton's dad. Anyway, Anthony Hamilton is my favorite, favorite, favorite. And I think that life would feel a bit more bright for me at this moment in time if I knew that I was going to see him 
um, live at some point. I think that I definitely need that. So if you care about me, which I don't think some of you do because it's not reflected in supporting of the children's home. But if you care about me, you'll message Anthony Hamilton and ask him to come and do a London show. Or maybe you're a promoter. Book Anthony Hamilton so I can see him, preferably at the Indigo. So, um, or is the Jazz Cafe still there? I don't even know what's still available anymore. Um, But yeah, if you can get Anthony Hamilton, please do. So then I can dress up and I can just be there in the front row singing my lungs out. Um, Do I want to be in the front row? I kind of, but I mean, the last time I was at the Indigo, I was further back because I wanted to be closer to the bar. Um, And I also wanted a seat because there's not every song that I want to vibe to. Um, so I like having a seat. So no, I don't want to be in the front row. I lied. I lied. I don't want to be in the front row. Um, I want to be somewhere where I have a seat. I like paying for a seat and then I can dance and just get up and get up, stand up, stand up for your rights. Hey, yeah. Anyway, that's what I want. So anyway, this uh, episode is going to be a bit different because like I said, I don't really want to be here. So didn't put too much effort intercalating all of the information but why does it fucking matter because a lot of podcasts don't people just jump on the mic and talk and I'm here planning and putting things and making show notes who gives a fuck you know life is too short clearly um so I'm just going to do a tarot reading for every sign so that will um be your sun sign so the that, that will be your star sign that you know yourself as and also your rising sign so that would require you to know your time of birth and your birth chart if you don't know then just go with your sun sign hopefully you know that um yeah, I think that that's the best thing to do. And I'll just read out a couple of things that people have sent through. I don't have social media on my phone, whereas that's usually where I grab um, information from that I want to share. But I've had this strong urge over the, I think since last week to just be like, ah, I don't want to interact with other people. I really don't. I, I just don't. I think it's a lot of noise. I think I withstand a lot of noise a lot of other people's like emotions and things and I absorb all of it and I was just like I don't want to hold this for people anymore and a lot of people were pissing me off my god I no since last week Saturday no since last week Friday so many people have been pissing me off like it's Monday now so since two Fridays ago and that's not to say that people were being malicious or anything I just found the actions of other people extremely irritating all of a sudden and um yeah I just thought yeah you know what it's best to just go quiet and just move away from bits um yeah so before I go too far in editing let me just remind you or let me just announce to you that the live show the next live show of the podcast the last one of this year the second one of this year however you want to look at it that is your personal perspective that's your prerogative that's my prerogative hey anyway it's like I said it's on the 25th of September that is a Sunday that is Sunday 25th of September 2022 the show will start promptly at 6 p.m if you like don't be there on time that is your personal problem Sunday 25th of September is the next live show where is it going to be Blood Clark Sadler's Wells. Yes, a bad mind like me is is going all the way because why not? Sadler's Wells, no promoter, no brand supporting me. I'm just going to do it because why? Because my 
Capricorn 10th house said, I can do whatever the fuck I want. And Mars is there at the 28th degree. It's not currently there, but that's my natal. Anyway, I say all of that to say that I need to take action and do the things that I want to do for myself because it's not possible for a brand or organization to do it for me. And clearly people are mad. People are mad and they tend to see me as this ranting, raving, um, rabid, um, kind of black woman who clearly has no sense. And I, I clearly do everything from a space of madness and, um, there's no logic to what I do. That's the perception that I get from a lot of people. So I've just been airing a lot of people over the past few days because I don't like the vibes. I don't like the vibes. I, I find it colorist. I find it like misogynoirist, all of them things. I don't like it. So anyway, I say all of that to say, gonna do it big. Like if I could sell out the Bloomsbury, I'm not even thinking that the Saddlers is going to sell out, but I don't want to speak badness over my own life. And I don't want to speak limitations over my own life. So come through my G's, the ones that truly respect and love the ting. Sunday, 25th of September at Saddlers Wells is where we will be having the next live show. That motherfucker is big, you know, so let's do the needful. Tickets go on sale on the 30th of May. Tickets go on sale on Monday, 30th of May. Do not, if you have my, you don't even have my personal number, anyone who has a number for me, apart from like six people, anyone who has a number for me, that's not actually my number, it's a business line. But if you have a number for me anyway, and you go to message it and be like, oh, Kalechi, um, could you reserve me a ticket? Could you do this? Could you? I can't do anything. I can't do anything. I won't do anything. Don't message me. Don't ask me for nothing. I have nothing to give. I've got nothing, nothing, nothing to give your blood clot to. Don't ask me for nothing. Everybody leave me alone. Don't ask me for anything. Um, Sort your tickets out yourself. Tickets will go on sale at 10 a.m. on Monday, 30th of May. That's all I can tell you. And remember that that week, um, that Jancro that likes to wear stolen jewels um, will be celebrating her time um, in tyranny. Um, so there's going to be a bank holiday. So just make sure that you get your tickets sorted because if you try to call their line and be like, oh my God, I'm struggling. Probably no one's going to be able to answer you from Thursday till like what, Monday or Tuesday the next week. So Monday 30th of May, tickets go on sale. The live show is Sunday, 25th of September. That's the week before my birthday. So the death, I feel like the theme will be, it's my party. I'll throw straws if I want to, straws if I want to, straws if I want to. So um, I'm going to be blood clot 36. I'm a big man, you know, I'm not literally a man, but you get what I mean? Like man's a big man, you get me? So I've got to kind of celebrate that I'm reaching the age of maturation for um, for Saturn so and I definitely feel like I'm learning a lot I have to keep reminding myself that although Jupiter and Venus and all of these planets are doing like lovely things here and there I am literally in my 12th house perfection year and but then luckily for me Jupiter is the time lord for my year this year. 12th house perfection years, um, you you know, every year of your life you spend, you know, there is a theme that your life follows. So because there are 12 houses in the astrological kind of sphere, 
you know, you'll come back to this at 24, come back to this at 36. I don't know math. So, but you get me, it just moves on like that. So because I'm in my 36th year, I'm in my, in my 35th year. Anyway, I'm in my, my, my 12th house perfection year, which is usually the house of like, you know, spiritual expansion, or you just feel like you're losing a lot of things or like everything just feels like it's in a dream state. And I definitely do feel that, but where I feel like I could just go off on a tangent, I feel like Jupiter is really holding me down. It's like, baby girl, you're going to be all right. Um, I don't want to be alone. Be without you, be without you. Anyway, um, yeah, so that's all happening for me. And usually I feel like I find a way I have tools to be centered when lots of things are happening. But at the moment, like I said, I'm just irritated. Oh, look, look at the card I've just seen before I've even shuffled the deck. Look at the card. I'm using the Kaleidodope deck by Crystal Banner. And it's the sun card, but on her deck, it's depicted as a sunflower. There are so many reminders in various little places that everything's going to be all right. I went to watch a play with Kevin Morosky yesterday at Brixton House. It's a theatre that I just didn't know was there. I think it's called Carball Goes Pop. It's really, really good. It's starring one of the my co-stars um, from More Time and Bruce. Um, his name is Orion Nick. Um, he's in it. It's a two-hander. Um, absolutely fantastic. It's so good. Like, my God, it's really, really, really good. It did trigger me in certain places. I don't want to like spoil the thing, but when you like look it up, you'll see what it's about. But it's just like what people consider radical when it comes to women and the cost of women um just wanting to lead normal lives in the in the an environment that says to them that no you're not allowed to do this and you're not allowed to do that and it did make me think about like my experience of just being me and just being like this is who I am and these are my thoughts and people be like no you can't have those thoughts because da 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 you're like ma might suck your mother um anyway let's that was so uncalled for but my mad um I meant to go to watch a monologue thing today but I don't think I'm gonna make it I'm so tired um what was I telling you so yeah I saw that card and then also when I was having my bath today I was having a bucket bath FYI um I always have music playing when I'm having a shower, a bath, whatever. I'm always listening to music. So the song that was on was um, Anthony Hamilton. We don't have to worry about no other. And have us a real good time. We don't have to leave in the morning. The whole day just you and I If you're cool, then I'm cool Then we're cool I'm sure you've stopped this podcast so many times to go and listen to songs Because that's what I do If somebody mentions a song that I like during a podcast I'm going to pause the podcast and then go and listen to the song Maybe 20 times and then I'll come back to the episode So it is what it is But anyway, it says in that song um, Quit your worrying, baby Ay, 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 ay Quit your worrying, girl. Hey, woo! Quit your crying, lady. Mm, 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 mm. We on top of the world. Oh, that that was really terrible. My God, Kalechi, learn some harmonies. Um, 
Saying that though, my guitar lessons are going rather well. Anyway, that's by the by. Anyway, I heard that and I think that spirit does that. Like the music was just playing in it and I wasn't really paying too much attention to it. And then that bit kind of like, I want to say it got louder, but it didn't. It's like everything else quietened down so I could hear those words um, specifically. Quit your worrying, baby. Quit your, uh, you know, quit your crying, girl. Um, uh, I've mixed it up in my head, but, you know, we're on top of the world. And I just feel like I needed that reminder. Quit your worrying, baby. Quit your worrying, girl. Quit your crying, lady. We on top of the world. That was still terrible the second time round. Anyway, um, yeah. So I say all of that to say that it was like I was being reminded in that moment, like, stop worrying about things. Like, stop, especially stop worrying about things that you have like, literally no control over. You can't make people do things. You can't make life. You can't bend life to your will. So you just got to make the most of everything. But at the same time, there comes a point where you have to be mature enough to settle into peace. Like you can't be waiting for the other shoe to drop. Do you get what I mean? Like you can't be waiting for the next thing because look, things are going to get thrown at us in life in it. But if you spend most of your time anticipating it and waiting for it, you're not really living. And then that just fucking sucks, doesn't it? So that was what it felt like spirit was telling me in that moment. Cause I tend to get quite a lot of messages through music. Um, but I needed that. I needed that. So that was what kind of solidified that I should, um, instead of doing like a full episode, I'll be so pissed off if this ends up still being like one of them long ass episodes, even though I'm not following the usual segments, but, um, anyway, let's get into it. So doing a reading for all of the signs, I will start with Taurus. Let me just, is that Alpha Tauri? No, Taurus. Um, let's see here. So like I said, I'm doing um, all the signs um, and your, so you need to listen out for your rising. Pardon me. You need to listen out for your rising as well as your sun sign. If you know you're rising, if you don't know you're rising, mm, now you be that. All right. So we're going to start with Taurus. And the theme for the reading today is what is the message that spirit wants me to get to you, Taurus, at this time specifically? This is not, you know, um, this is timeless. This message is timeless. So if you're listening to this podcast in 2035, then this you know, this message will still be for you if it's for you. Do you get what I mean? Um, But I'm thinking about podcasting and going forward and stuff and yeah, the longevity of it and how long I want to kind of like keep doing it for. I'll definitely be doing it past, you know, the live show or whatever. I, 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 inshallah, I'm doing it up until the end of this year, but I do think about certain things and I'm just like, I want to be gone from people. I don't want people to keep talking to me. Um, Hold on. What's the message for Taurus at this time, Spirit? What is the message for Taurus at this time? Since this is Taurus's time, this is your birth month. Oh, 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 okay. 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 All right. Um. Okay. Okay. Okay, can I get a card from here, Spirit, please? What's the message? I didn't even tell you about 
Love Life. So I've watched season one and season two of Love Life. Um, it's a series. And I thought season one was fun. There was quite a few bits that I related to in season one. I liked how it was done in certain places. But season two, bang girl, as they would say in, in Le Francais, Le bang girl is what that was. Season two is a madness. If we're talking about well-written, and I don't even, I don't know if it was written by a black person, but the insight, mwah, chef's kiss brilliant absolutely brilliant if and you don't need to watch them you don't need to have watched season one to be able to watch season two of love life so if you just want to watch season two you can but it i guess it would help if you've watched season one but it doesn't matter at all you don't have to have watched it but my god that is a brilliant show it was just so it was so cute it was so cute there were certain moments where in it that I'm just like the writers really thought well if we don't get you out of this sticky situation it's a sticky situation if they don't get you out of the sticky situation this story can't progress um and I liked the flawed nature of all of the characters my god I just love flawed characters I just think that they're just so realistic because none of us are perfect I'm nowhere close um and so it's great to watch somebody almost like self-sabotage or watch people self-sabotage and how they bring themselves back from the brink of destruction in order to still honor love when it finds them. That is just gorgeous to me. Totally gorgeous to me. Real Housewives of Atlanta, Atlanta, Georgia is back. And you know, I'm meant to be doing the tarot reading, but I just felt like I'd let you know this. Drew, you in danger, girl. You in danger, girl save yourself. Like Ralph is like the worst husband in the world. Ralph is terrible. Like he's a scary guy. And I want Drew to be free of his shackles. Like he, he took the shackles off my feet so I can dance. He's a horrible, he's a horrible husband. My God, he's horrendous. The gaslighting, just the mental anguish that he puts her through. Like fam, you don't want to be married. Go away. Go. If you don't like me, then don't talk to me. Go ahead and free yourself. Free yourself. Like you don't have to. It's not by force to be married to someone, especially someone that you don't like. Go away. Um, But yeah, I just found the episode like, and she's bawling. Like, are you not embarrassed? She's bawling. On, on international TV. It's international, baby. Like, come on. This is not fair. Anyway, Taurus, the message. So this is for Taurus sun and Taurus rising. You've got the nine of swords in reverse. You've got the nine of swords in reverse. So it came out upside down. And you've got the um, the death card that came out. And you've got the Ace of Coins. Let me just move that closer. Hopefully you can see that. Does that show? If I tap it. Yeah. The Ace. You've got the Ace of Coins. Um, and then you've got from the spiritual seasoning for the uh the spiritual seasoning for the soul deck that I made, um, along with Studio Pixie, you've got crying is okay. You're allowed to feel things. And I think that that came out because some of you are not processing how down you feel sometimes. You're not pro- processing 
Or maybe you're not processing endings that have taken place. And the thing is, if you don't allow for something to end, or if you don't want to process that something has ended, it makes it very hard for you to move on to new opportunities and new ways of a living. There's so much life still like waiting for you, so much life for you to experience. And you can't experience those things if you're still like, oh, well, I don't want to feel that pain. I don't want to process all of that. Like, honestly, Therapy is good. I know that I say that from a privileged position, but if there's any way that you can get any sort of talking therapy, I really advise you to, um, because it's so useful. There's so much abundance waiting for you to experience it. There's so much abundance that has your name on it, but it's not really going to be something you'll ever be able to enjoy and live in if you refuse to process the ways in which, like, you've either been harmed or wounded or, you know, felt rejected. Because what happens is that when people then call you to the light, when people then show you the light in them and they say, come this way, this is what it feels like. You go into self-destruct mode or you go into self-sabotaging and you actually try to create more distance. But the thing is, in one way or another, life is always going to call you to the light. Not maybe through the same people because people haven't got time to keep babying you and asking you over and over again to participate in life, you know? Maybe not through the same people, but in one way or another, life is going to keep calling you to the light. And that's what you need to understand and really find a safe space to feel all of your emotions. Like, when have you sat down to cry about how you were treated in year seven? or year 10, or year five. don't know why those spaces or those numbers are coming to me specifically, but whenever you sat down to feel all of those things, it might seem irrelevant to somebody else and like, oh gosh, you should have gotten over it by now, but your inner child clearly has not. Your inner child clearly has not. And so you're actually still making decisions from the place of a wounded child. Like if you want to fully participate in life as this adult that you are and heal that wounded child, there's work to be done and you're being called to do that work immediately. So, um, oh, wow, that was very succinct. Thank you, spirit. Love ya. Um, so that was Taurus sun and Taurus rising. Um, let's go next to, I don't know why they've put it in this order. Very wayward, very wayward order. Um, I like a more, I like different orders. I don't like this order, but anyway, I'll go with it. The next reading is for Pisces. That's not how it really should go, but whatever, let's go with it. So Pisces, what is the message for Pisces? Pisces at this time. Me in love with my side chick. Her mother, she a Pisces. I probably made that up, but it came to my head. Anyway, what's the message for Pisces at this time? Spirit. Pisces. Oh, okay. Okay. I don't want to be alone. Here I am, I'm back again, like the renegade master. Um, sorry, the cards fell on the floor, so I had to follow them to where they be. All right, Pisces, Pisces sun and Pisces rising. What is the message for Pisces sun and Pisces rising? Just getting a card from the spiritual seasoning for the soul. Oh, wow. Spirit, why are you playing? 
Why are you playing? Okay. Pisces, you've got the full card in reverse. It's depicted as like Kanye, as far as I'm concerned, in some Yeezys about to bungee jump. You've got the full card in reverse. You've got the three of cups in reverse. And you've got the six of wands in reverse. Three, six, nine. Uh, uh, uh. You're going to get one more time. Get low. Get low. Get low. Get low. Get low. Get low. To the window. Hey, hey. To the wall. Hey, hey. Till sweat drips down my balls. Sorry. Highly inappropriate. Um, Full card in reverse. Three of cups in reverse. Six of wands in reverse. Not... Not every um, relationship is going to turn out the way that the previous relationship turned out. There are relationships where you will be truly celebrated for all of the good parts of you that you've kind of internalized to be a weakness now because people took advantage of that aspect of you in the past. The card that you've got from the spiritual seasoning of the soul deck is you are always enough. And that is a reminder. You are always enough. And holding back from having new experiences, holding back from like, basically, whether it's a job, you know, maybe you're taking the leap and you want to apply for a new job or you want to apply for a promotion, or it's the idea of like a new relationship or whatever. There is this part of you that's scared, like, oh, maybe I'm not enough. And maybe I'm going to go through the same thing again. You are always enough. You are more than enough. Like, you are so wonderful in ways that you cannot even imagine. There is so much light in you that you can't, um, it makes me emotional even thinking about it for you, but you, there's so much light in you that you can't, um, you can't judge the beauty of your light and the brilliance of your light, um, on people who've chosen to turn away from it and turn their back to it. Like, that's not how, any of this works like you're incredibly smart like you're literally brilliant in terms of what the word means in terms of brilliant and shining that is what you are I'm sorry if you were a crown jewel if you were a jewel you'd be in Lizzie's crown by now that's how amazing and priceless you are like Elizabeth would steal you you know so be glad that you're in human form I mean but then her family have stolen humans too sorry I've gone off I've gone off. Let's come back to what I was saying, which is that you're amazing and you're doing great, sweetie, but you've got to take that leap, take that leap of faith because the faith is in you. Like you are taking the leap of faith. You are taking that jump based on your belief in yourself. You, you have to first and foremost know how great you are and you have to move from that space. Like it's not a space of like selfishness. It's a space of like self fullness. And that's, also the space that I feel like I'm in at the moment, especially because, you know, I've got a Jupiter, sorry, I've got a Pisces 12th house where all throughout my life, I've kind of doubted my spiritual ability or my interest in growing spiritually. And it got to a point where I had to be like, you know, you have to tune out the noise of other people and go towards what your soul has been called to. You have to do that and have confidence in it, regardless of what anybody else is saying. Have confidence in the fact that you are amazing. You are so, so brilliant. And 
you deserve to be celebrated. You deserve to be celebrated by friends. You deserve to be celebrated in the workplace. You deserve to be celebrated by the world. And you've got to move like that. You need to move in your skin like somebody who knows that their birthright is celebration and good times. Like that is your word. You are always enough. So I pray that that resonates with you. Um, Okay, let's go with the wayward list again. What's the list telling me to do now? Okay, we're going to Sagittarius. Sagittarius, so that Sagittarius sun or Sagittarius rising. This message is for you. This one is for you, you, my number one. Number one, number one. <laughs> Sorry, that's not how it goes when Usher does it, but um, I'm just trying to switch it up for him. Why am I so focused on... Um, or the ATLians. Anyway, um, Sagittarius Sun and Sagittarius Rising. What am to you? Be beloved. I'm not going to tell you the story that just came in my head to tell you because I'd be baiting up um, and the owner of an establishment. But just, let's just say that I went somewhere yesterday after I finished watching a play with um, Kevin and I went to go and get some food and the way that the owner was like stroking my arm, telling me how much he loved my muscles. He even asked me to flex them. I said, yo, older man, older man, you're a cute man, but let go of my arm. Um, Let's see. Sagittarius. Sagittarius. I'm just getting one more card for Sagittarius. Okay. Oh. Why is this card coming out all the time? Um, let's see what we got here. Okay. All right. So Sagittarius, you've got the Hierophant card, um, which is a major arcana. And then you've got the Seven of Wands and you've got the Death card. So the Death card keeps coming out, but you know why? That's all right that we keep seeing the death card because that death card in um, in the deck represents Scorpio. We are having a lunar eclipse in Scorpio um, in the south node um, right now at the time that you're listening to this or just a few hours before we would have had that. So there's a lot of letting go that a lot of us need to do collectively while we're having Mercury um, in, you know, in its retrograde. There's so much about going back, looking back and being like, I no longer need these things. I need to let it go. So don't worry about that. But the Hierophant coming out in reverse here is saying that what are the dogma? What is, you know, what are the, what are the beliefs that you have, the belief systems that you insist on holding on to that actually do not serve you? Okay, you went to um, Oxbridge. Do you now want to beat us over your um, the head with it indefinitely? You must remind us. Outside, going to Oxbridge is not a personality trait. Sorry, I'm, well, maybe it is because some of you are really annoying, but I don't know why this is coming out so specific, but um, come on, like, who are you outside of your accolades? Who are you outside of the labels that institutions have given you? Like, who are you? What do you like? What do you like other than talking about this person that you know and this thing that you got and whatever? Like, spirit is asking you, like, that part of you needs to in one way die. Like, you've got to let it go. It's always going to, these achievements are never going to leave you. Like, big up yourself for achieving those things um, because few get to. 
But it's meant that you've almost done a bypassing of not really knowing who you are because all you've ever relied on is labels. And actually you end up envying those who can exist outside of those labels and outside of those accolades. Like your sense of superiority flounders when you're around people who do not need those things. And the reason that that's happening in your spirit and it's making your spirit go it's because there is more to you than meets the eye. Like you're funny. Like you're probably really artistic. Like let's talk about those things. Let's let's explore those things. Why is it all the time that you feel like you need to hide behind um medals and awards because you don't? Like there is more to you than that and spirit wants that part of you to come forward and it feels like you're kind of like, well, I'll let that come forward when um it's safe for me to do so. It's like you're waiting for a miracle. You're kind of waiting for somebody like a fairy godmother to arrive and like wave a wand and look, magically, you've been able to transition from this person who only sees themselves this way to this person. But you've got to understand that we all go through a dying and a rebirth baby and you're not going to be able to avoid it just because it's scary to you. For you to appear in the world as who you truly are, you're going to have to go through that process that we all go through. Because like I'm always saying, we're not experiencing nature we are nature like we also go through a shedding and um a re-emerging and you are not above that no matter how many accolades that you have gotten and this is why we've got from the spiritual seasoning deck it says you are the miracle you have been waiting for you literally are the miracle that you've been waiting for and let me tell you something somebody out there is waiting for you to be more than your awards somebody out there is waiting for you to be more than your promotions to give them permission to be themselves like specifically you nobody else specifically you to get to work get to work. Wow, Spirit, you're just being harsh with everybody. You're being harsh with everybody. I don't like it. I don't like being the one to deliver the messages where you're just being harsh to everybody. You're not being harsh to everybody. Spirit's being lovely, FYI. I just like my accents. Okay, I'm back. More cards fell on the floor and I had to go after them. Gosh, I thought I was going to be down there so long I wouldn't have access to water and I had to have to drink my own urine. <laughs> That's not funny at all. Sorry. Um, all right. Next on um, the list, let's see. So I've done Taurus, Pisces, Sagittarius. I'm going to do three more and then I'm going to take a break, do one of the ads, and then I'm going to do the next six because there should be 12, right? Yeah, so I've done um, Taurus, Pisces, Sagittarius now. Let's go to Aries. So that's Aries rising and Aries sun. Aries rising and Aries sun. What is the message? Oh, okay. What is the message for them at this time? Spirit. Okay. Aries rising and Aries sun. Uh, okay oh very interesting I get it I get it okay so Aries rising Aries sun you've got the wheel of fortune in reverse you've got the five of cups in reverse and you've got the hanged man in reverse um, what card have we got from the spiritual seasoning deck? Let's see what comes out here. <laughs> yes. Okay. Wheel of Fortune in reverse. Ooh, baby. Things are about to change in a major way. Like 
it feels like you've been in a holding pattern for so long. It feels like you're kind of, you know, them wheels where them TV shows where they kind of um, put someone on a wheel and they spin it round and like they throw knives at them. That's what life has felt like for you over the past year. It just feels like you're spinning around, move out of my way. I know you're feeling me because you like it like this. Her and them gold booty shorts with nobody. Anyway, you felt like, gosh, like at any things you in any in any other situation, you would have felt like a lot of the things that were happening to you were likely to like have broken you, but they didn't. And you're still here. You're still doing the things. Um, And I guess, yeah, I guess that that feels like a lot. But basically the Wheel of Fortune coming out right now is like, you've been in this holding pattern. You've been waiting for a minute. You've been waiting for things to go your way. And um, you felt like it's been disappointment after disappointment. That's not to say that there haven't been things that are happening for you that you're excited about are good, but it feels like the big things, it feels like the big things have always just been that much out of reach. Like just like you'll get so close and it's just like, ah, no, you're not having that. Nope. And it's just felt like, but why, but why? And then we've got the hanged man here. So you've got two major arcana cards that have come out. You've got the hanged man here in reverse as well, because you're about to be set loose. You're about to be set free. And spirit saying like, I pray that you've gotten enough rest. I pray that you've gotten all the lessons that you need to um, have gotten before you are catapulted into a new kind of arena, into a whole new sphere of your life because you were held somewhere and you were given all the time. Sometimes I'm I'm always saying, spirit, I'm telling the message. Can you slow down? (sighs) Delay is not denial. Delay is not denial. Just because things haven't happened at a particular time or a particular pace. Let's not lie between ourselves. You're a little bit of a dickhead sometimes. You can be a little bit of a dickhead sometimes. So sometimes when something is delayed is simply because the kind of fortitude that you need in terms of your integrity is still being fashioned. It's still, you are still being molded into the kind of person that can have um, longevity in the arena that you so desire to be in and the things that you so desire to do. There are parts of you that maybe um, kind of exist in the peripherals um, or the peripheries that you have not taken time to go and examine and really work on. And you're like, get me out there, put me out there, coach. And coach is just not like, like, no, 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 I'm not putting you out there because you haven't done the drills. You haven't done the drills. You haven't done the daily things that I've asked you to do. You haven't been consistent with them. But here we're being told that actually you've done that. You've been consistent. You've done enough work now that regardless of, you've done enough work. Yes. But even if you haven't, (laughs) you're about to learn. You're going to learn today, baby. You're about to be thrown into the very things that you said that you wanted so much. And they're just going to be coming, 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 coming like, oh, that sounds, (laughs) that sounds like a gangbang. But anyway, (laughs) they're going to be thrown at you and spirit wants to be sure and hopes that you are sure that you've done the daily things, you've done the daily practice, you've done the rigorous um, internal work. So when these things now are happening, you can withstand what is there for you because this is what you prayed for. This is what you prayed for and it's time to get going. 
um, from the spiritual seasoning for the soul deck, we've got the card that says the answer to your prayers reside in your daily habits. So that in and of itself is a word. The answer to your prayers reside in your daily habits. This is why I've got the tattoo on my wrist, chop wood, carry water. You can't even see it too clearly, but on my wrist, it says chop wood, carry water. Minx did that for me as well. Um, and Minx is a baby girl. Anyway, um, chop wood, carry water, because there is an, I've talked about this before, but there's this idea that, oh, well, when I reach where I want to be in life, I won't have to do this anymore. And I won't be doing the shopping and I won't be doing the cleaning and I won't be doing this. And spirit's like, but why don't you want to do those things? Because the beauty, the miracle of living this life and having this experience that we're having now is in those little things. And that's why you see that a lot of these celebrities and them men are miserable because the daily things that grounds us to this existence, to this experience, to this physical dimension, they no longer want to participate in. And of course we want to make life easier for ourselves. So there should be certain help, um, you know, an assistance that we get in certain areas of our life. But when it gets to the point that you have no interaction with the mundane daily things whatsoever, that is when you start to kind of just fly away from everything. And that's why we talk about when celebrities are out of touch with things um, and things like that. Like, there is beauty. There is so much beauty. There are miracles waiting in the mundane things that we do daily, that we should not lose sight of those things. And so when we get the blessings uh, or the blessings that we're praying for, they also reside in the daily things. Until we start to find beauty in those things, no matter what we get, it will never really be enough because there has to be beauty in the things that don't seem very shiny and maybe the rest of the world doesn't get to see but it makes you who you are and that's why you've got to keep hold of it so that was for Aries and Aries Razan um let's see but I feel that deeply I feel that Aries sun and Aries rising sorry but I feel that deeply because I've just gotten fed up of waiting like I just feel like in my life in so many areas of my life I'm waiting on people I'm waiting for my agent to finish doing this I'm waiting for this person to finish doing that I'm waiting for this to waiting for that and it's just like I'm so fed up of waiting you're waiting for this casting director to come to this decision you're waiting for this publisher to do this you're waiting for... and it's like you know what I'm not waiting. I'm just living my life. And I think that's also partly why I got the tattoo on my thigh because there's this whole idea that, oh, when you're an actor, don't get tattoos, don't do this, don't do that because you're meant to be a blank canvas. So, you know, you can book this role. Men, people with tattoos all all over their fucking faces are booking roles. Yeah. People are booking roles. I'm not going to keep putting my life on hold for, oh, for the prospect of like one day I'm going to book a role. Like there's enough makeup now. You can hide the thing if you really want to. If you really want me, you'll have me in it. Like I'm not going to keep waiting and not doing the things that I want to do because oh my god one day this might happen I don't know how long I've got in this life I pray that I'm here for years and years and years and years and years as long as the earth hasn't like combusted but you know with that being said I I can't I can't come and kill myself man can't come and be waiting 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 for things like people need to catch up you know you say I speak real fast, but if you know I'm not speaking real fast, if you listen to me real fast and I ain't got to slow up, bitch. Isn't that what 50 Cent said? Not like that, but I'm saying it like that. Anyway, let's move on. So we're going to Virgo Rising um, and Virgo Sun now. Message for Virgo Rising and Virgo Sun spirits. What is the message for the people them? Um, let's see. Okay. All right. Okay. Bloop, bloop. 
bloop, 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 bloop. That's my poem. It's called Bloop. Um, one more card. Oh, two more cards. Clearly, Spirit. Thank you so much. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Okay, what have we got? All right. Okay, so Virgo rising, Virgo sun. You've got the two of wands in reverse. You've got the eight of coins in reverse. It's very blurry. I'll move closer. Oh, it's not even focusing on it. Let me move it back. Okay. Um, eight of coins in reverse. You've got the six of cups upright. And you've got the eight of wands. And that's upright as well. And from the spiritual seasoning for the soul deck, you've got what is the rush. All right, let's get into it. Two of wands in reverse, some kind of relationship or some kind of vibe that you were really enjoying. For some people, it's literally like a marriage. Um, but for others, it's like a relationship, a relationship that at one point brought so much passion to you and made you see the world as more than black and white. It felt almost technicolor. But Dorothy, you're not in Kansas now, baby. Um, because of the relationship not being as you hoped it would be, what's actually happened is that you've been made to kind of look at yourself and the things that you desire and the things that you want to work at um, in terms of building for yourself and building for your own life. Um, but you've preoccupied that. You've preoccupied yourself with like, all right, because this person doesn't want me, I'm going to chase the bag. Or because this person doesn't want me, I'm going to um, go ham with, um, you know, training or eating or, um, you know, sex or whatever. It just seems like you've chosen things to make, to, to kind of really put the focus on yourself where you fail to kind of understand that people um, don't see us as we are. They see us as who they are. So, and people don't treat you the way they treat you because of who you are. They treat you the way that they treat you because of who they are. So if every time somebody is not showing you the affection that you know is your birthright and you know that you deserve, and then you go and attack yourself, you know, and that could be attacking yourself in a, in a myriad of ways, but you go and you turn that energy in on yourself. That's not fair. That's not fair. That's, that's going back towards six of cups, childhood wounding. That's going back towards like, where did you learn that? Where did you learn that it's okay for people to be emotionally unavailable when it comes to you? When did you learn that that should be an attractive thing to you to go towards people who are only going to ever reinforce their skewed version of who you are and their version of who you are is that you're not enough? Like, why do you want to go there? You've got the ace of wands here. So you've got two eights that have shown up in this where it's just like you came here for so much more. You came here for so much more than um, to be chasing, chasing after a love that isn't even worthy of you in the first place. Like you deserve to experience somebody. You deserve to experience somebody literally worshipping at your feet because of the beauty that you exude. Like there are so many great qualities that you have that you're unable to see because, you know, you're so focused on asking basically the wrong people to see it. I don't know. 
wrong even feels very judgmental. Just people who are incapable of seeing it right now. And do you want to wait? Do you want to wait for them to see it? Or do you want to just live life and, you know, see the various ways that you can be, um, you know, worshipped and and enjoyed and, and celebrated? But it's like you want your answers right now. Because we've got here the card, what is the rush? It's also like you want the result. You want the conclusion right now. You can't have the conclusion if you have not done the work. Virgo, you can't have the conclusion if you have not done the work. You're trying to bypass the work. There is no amount of giving in other areas of your life that's going to um, compensate for the lack of work that you've done in this specific area of your life, which is truly, truly, deeply understanding just how worthy you are, truly, deeply moving away from being so drawn to, so drawn to people who are clearly not available. Like there is that aspect of you that you know your power, but you want to use your power in weird ways. Like I am going to use my power to bring this, drag this person to me. Also remember that everybody's on their own assignment in it and you can't charm people um, to end up on your timeline. They're on their timeline. They're going through the things that they're going through. You want um, a result right now. Like, oh, they hurt me. So I want to see what happens to them for hurting me. Sometimes you never get to see it. Like life doesn't work that way. Sometimes you never get to see it. You just have to remain on your path and do what you're doing. Or I've loved this person so much, so much, so much. Change right now. I love you. You're perfect now. Change. That was the musical I was in. Anyway, um, I want you to, I have loved you and I need you to change right now. What is the rush? What is the rush? Like, let your love be enough. Let your love be enough. And if it looks like it's not for them, then you're going to have to do the big man thing and you know, think about what life looks looks like outside of, you know, begging people to 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 see your worth. Well, you know me; I like to stop talking when the message has stopped. So the message just kind of like stopped there for me. So I start. Um, was that no? Then the last one is Scorpio. Before I take that break, look at this episode. It better finish at one hour thirty minutes. I swear down, I'm gonna fucking lose it. I'm gonna lose it. Scorpio, what's the message for Scorpio Sun and Scorpio Rising Spirit? What's the message for Scorpio Sun and Scorpio Rising Spirit? What do you want to say to the Scorpios who are having the lunar eclipse happening for them? Um, okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. So you've got all three major arcana cards. Whoa. <laughs> A lot is going on for you, Scorpio. Scorpio. <laughs> oh, you're funny spirit. Hilarious. Um, we've got the star card for Scorpio. Scorpio Sun, Scorpio Rising. Like I said, I'm using the Kaleidodope deck by Crystal Banner. Um, haven't used it in a while. And then we've got the Emperor card in reverse. The Emperor in this deck is depicted as Jay-Z. Interesting. And then we've got the World card here as well. Okay. Oh, okay. Scorpio, the message that Spirit wanted to kind of com- convey to you at this time is that 
there's healing to be done. There's so much beauty in healing. And it's like you start on the path or have started on the path of healing. But what's coming up here is um, healing and grieving the relationship that you didn't get to have with a father figure. That's kind of strongly the message. Or for some people, it might be like healing from um, institutions that maybe you worked at, um, governmental institutions. That's kind of what comes to me. But if I'm keeping it buck and I'm keeping it with what I'm hearing or feeling more clearly, this is healing from a relationship that you didn't get to have with a father figure in one way or another. Maybe they passed away. Maybe... um, you know, there was some kind of, there was some kind of separation of sorts. You need to heal from that because there's a graduation, there's an initiation into the next stage of your life that requires you to not be carrying that burden. Have you ever thought about how angry you are that you didn't get to have certain experiences um, that other people that you see them have with fathers? And things like that, like, does that hurt? Because it's okay if it does, but you have to feel it. You can't act like it doesn't matter. Or maybe your dad was physically around, but emotionally just wasn't there. Basically, the message still comes back to the world is calling for you. The world is calling for you now. The world wants to see you now. Like travel is on the cards, but it definitely feels like there is an ending of a cycle. Like you need to heal and end that cycle where you're like, oh, well, I can't trust men and men can't do this. And men um, will leave at some point and men stop being horrible spirit. That's such a very loaded message. Um, but no, literally, you're wanting to be in relationships. Some of you, it's like marriages, whatever. But you've never known what it's like for somebody, um, I'd say a masculine presenting person in this situation, to be truly present. But it feels more like a cishet person. Like, you don't know what it's like for them to, to, to experience somebody being present in that way. So in relationships, you're really struggling to accept when somebody wants to love you um, because what is familiar to you is an inverted notion of what a father or what a man is meant to represent. And so when somebody's presenting themselves to you and they are not behaving in the ways that you would expect a man to behave based on how maybe your father behaved, it's really throwing you. It's really, really throwing you because it's just like, no. So we don't always go with what is healthy. We go with what is familiar. And I just pray that we, as we progress and as we heal, we align what is healthy with what becomes newly familiar. Like that should be where we're going towards because everybody can do speaky spoky. Everybody can know all of the theory. Everybody can know all of the things about how relationships and this, that, this, that. Everybody knows all the words to say to sound healthy. Everybody's learned all the lingo nowadays. But fam, when you open the bonnet, when you behind closed doors, that's not how a lot of people are living. It's not how a lot of people are living because they're still holding on to notions that are familiar to them. So they are playing out dynamics that are familiar to them, not necessarily dynamics that are healthy. Um, 
And so that's what I pray for you. Go towards like, you know, the next stage of maturity that allows you to be loved openly and allows you to be loved fully um, and to not be scared and to not allow for, in some ways, the father wound to be something that holds you back from experiencing the kind of love that you deserve. Because like I said, the world is calling out to you. And the card that you got from the spiritual seasoning deck is bearing a grudge only holds you hostage. And that is a word. Have you taken time to really think about whether you do hold a grudge, regardless of whether cognitively or like consciously you are aware that, you know, circumstances outside of your control meant that these things have happened. Yeah, you can know that, but there's a part of you, the irrational part that's still like, yeah, but I'm still angry as fuck. Like, why did you, why go? Like, I haven't, I'm thinking about me personal experience now. Like, sometimes I am pissed off that my dad is no longer here because I'm just like, I'm achieving all of these things, right? And, whoa, that's making me teary. I'm achieving all of these big things and there are absolute dickheads that do not, like, um, desist from like looking for my trouble. Um, because I guess like they've got their wounding and, um, they need somebody to project it on. But, you know, I think about that and I'm just like, what would it be like to have a father that you could call and be like, rah, the world is moving really, really mad to me right now. And, and have that or be able to kind of, take your dad to this red carpet or take your dad to this award ceremony or be like dad come and see my pole studio things like that like you don't I don't I don't get that and so a part of me will be frustrated about that but then there's this other part of me that goes beyond um I guess like this dimension and and it's like yeah but you know that a lot of the things that you've managed to achieve since your dad passing is literally because your dad helped you in the best way that he knew how without being in this realm you know and sometimes that is partly the hardest thing that some people some people who love us are able to do more for us outside of this physical realm than maybe they would have ever been able to do for us in this realm but that doesn't make it feel any less like, you know, sad in some moments. Like you just get that and you're just like, oh, well, you know, that sucks a little bit. Wow. That message made me emotional. And it's just emotions taking me over. Caught up in sorrow, lost in this song. But if you would come back, just wash your boxes, babe. That was highly, again, highly inappropriate and such a switch up from what I was doing previously. People must think that I'm unhinged. Well, uh, people do, and then they want to work with me. Anyway, um, let's pick up the first of this week's show sponsors. Imagine after an hour, I need to get the hell out of here. For somebody who did not want to record today, wild things, crazy things are happening. Um, yeah, but anyway, let's pick up the first of this week's um, show sponsors who are LinkedIn. With spring in the air, it's a time for new renewal and growth and 
you know, that happens personally and professionally. As your small business grows, LinkedIn Jobs is here to make it easier for for you to find people and um, yeah, the kind of people that you want to talk to and the kind of people that you want to hire and it's faster and it's free. So create a job with um, a job post within minutes by going on linkedin.com um, and you can tap into jobs that uh, exist on the world's largest professional network with over 30 million people in the UK. Then add your job and a purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word uh, that you're hiring and your network can help you to get the word out there so you can find the right people to hire. Simple tools like screening questions make it's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs helps you to find the candidates you want to talk to faster and you can post a job for free. Just visit linkedin.com slash straws. Again, that's linkedin.com slash straws um, to post your job for free. And obviously terms and conditions apply. So yeah, go and check that out. Okay. So let's get back to the reading then. So the next, um, the next uh, sign is Scorpio. No, I did Scorpio. So the next sign is Capricorn. So now reading for Capricorn. What's the message for Capricorn spirit? What's the message for Capricorn? Okay, Capricorn. Let's see. Okay. Okay. Mm. Interesting message for Capricorn. Okay. All right. Cool. Interesting message for Capricorn. They've got two cards. Okay, cool. So Capricorn's got two cards from the spiritual seasoning deck. So Capricorn have the full card that we were just talking about earlier. They've got the full card upright. They've got the wheel of fortune upright. So it feels like, you know, things are happening there. So this is Capricorn sun, Capricorn rising. And then we've got the three of coins in um, reverse. I'm just trying to show it. So it comes through clearly three of coins in reverse. So I feel like the message here is like, you're about to, again, you're about to start something new. You're about to take a leap. Um, especially I'm thinking of a Capricorn that loves bungee jumping and skydiving. But anyway, you like, you're about to take a leap. You want to have fresh opportunities and fresh experiences. And Spirit is saying that you can have that. But at the same time, um, Three of Coins in Reverse is here saying that maybe you listen to people too much. Maybe in the quest for not seeming to be like a tyrant, maybe part of the critique that you've received a lot of your life is like, oh, you know, you like to do things your way. You're always the one saying how things should be done and rare, 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 rare. And so you're like, oh, I want to bring everybody in. I want to make everybody comfortable. But what's happening is that then the way that you want things, the way that intuitively you know things will work best because what I've got at the bottom of the deck here is the chariot in reverse. So we've got the chariot card there that's actually depicted as a red Ferrari. Um, and that's out in reverse. Feels very strongly um, Capricorn. But you know what works best. And so there comes a point where all this teamwork makes the dream work is wonderful, but you've got to act at one point just say, actually, guys, it just needs to be this way. 
sometimes give vim, sometimes give energy. Like it just needs to be this way. Like I respect everybody's opinions. Wow. Opinions, lovely, beautiful, beautiful. However, this is the way it needs to be because and you can't be scared that by saying that, that it's going to be like, oh, I'm going to fall out of favor with people. or People aren't going to like me. Are you being true to yourself? Are you being the real you or rather trying to perform a good you? You are innately good. You are innately good. You are innately a good person. You don't have to perform goodness. Like, my God, just be real, like be realistic, like be yourself and the rest will follow. Um, the card you've got is you will only meet others as far as you have met yourself. Um, and then you've got nothing real ever fades away. Do you know what is truly real in your life? Because some of you, it's like you're prioritizing the wrong things. Like you get off to a good start. It's just like, yes, yes, you're doing it. You're doing it. And then you've got people in your ear like, oh, actually you should do it this way. Or actually you should do this. And in the sake of wanting to please people, you're like, oh, you know what? I'm going to go in their direction instead because I don't want to upset anybody. I don't want to lose my bag. I don't want to I don't want to fumble my bag. I don't want to, you know, rub people up the wrong way. Like, let me just see things through. But the secret of this whole thing is that you are a superstar. Like you are worthy of being like, you basically you're the good luck charm in your situations, whether that's familial, whether that's professional or whatever, you are the good luck charm. And people will have you believe that, oh no, you're not. You are what makes the whole thing go vroom vroom. So, you know, it's important for you to stand in your truth and actually, you know, push back a bit. Like this fear that people try to kind of bring in on some people to make them feel like, oh, you know, if you do this, if you speak your truth, you're going to lose out on things. The only thing that you'll ever lose by speaking your truth is things that were never meant for you. Do you keep wanting to have things that are not meant for you? Do you keep wanting to spend your life going two steps forward, 10 steps back? No, this is not the kind of Macarena that you should be doing with your life. Sort it out. Wow, that was very concise. That's for Capricorn. Um, And then um, who else have we got here? Cancer, 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 cancer. Cancer, what's the message for Cancer Sun and Cancer Rising? Oh, wow. It just feels like, no, it doesn't feel like loads to do. It's a special episode. Get on with it, collect you. Um, it just goes to show how much I don't willingly do this. You know, I do not. Um, let's see what we've got here. Uh, okay. Okay, I think I get it. So for Cancer Sun and Cancer Rising, this is your message. What's the card for you? I feel like I've had that and I just didn't shuffle. shuffle. Okay, all right. So Cancer Sun, Cancer Rising, you've got the, what is this? I imagine this is the Temperance card. In reverse, you've got the temperance card in reverse. She's got her foot in the water, one foot on the water, one foot in the land. Then we've got the ten of wands. 
and the ten of wands is above or on top of the seven of wands. So lots of fire energy for you, but you're like a water sign. But we'll get into that. And your happiness should not depend on things that haven't happened yet. Is what you've got from the spiritual seasoning for the soul deck. Like there's got to be balance. There's got to be balance um, in how you're moving, and you've also got to be realistic because some of you you're coming out of situations where. I guess you've been in isolation and you're now entering into maybe that's, you know, chosen isolation. Like you've gone, oh, I just want um, to be um, to retreat from people and just have my space. And you're now trying to enter back into things. For some of you, it's like you're entering into the dating scene and things like that. Um, But you don't have to go head first. Like you take your time. I don't know when last you did the thing, but things have changed since the last time that you've done the thing in it. So just take your time, be gentle with you. Seven of seven of ones is here depicted as like, you know, strategically, methodically rising higher. You might have found that at some point you made decisions that had you down in the dirt, but now you're taking your time to like dust yourself off, dust your shoulders off. Uh, yeah, but and you're taking the time to dust yourself off and you're um strategically like moving forward don't be too bogged down with things though because we've got 10 of wands here don't now spend so much time focused on almost like this weird kind of self-flagellation like oh I didn't do things the way that I should have done them I didn't do things the right way and so now I'm gonna be fully focused on this and this thing only for you right now the message for you is about balance it's about balance like and that's why you've got your happiness should not depend on things that haven't happened yet because you seem like you'll only be happy when you are finally the version of yourself that you can be proud of that has somehow made something of all of the mistakes but the see the thing is you need to be proud of yourself right now because you were able to identify the mistakes and you've been you're willing to commit to being better even though you haven't quite reached that person or that version of yourself that you see in your mind that doesn't mean that you're any less deserving of um celebrating just what you've done now or being proud of who you are you can't wait to be proud of yourself when you're finally a version of yourself that you feel like other people won't judge because let me tell you something people always have a motherfucking thing to say they've always got something to say and you can't let those things be what um be the things that hold you back or um delay you from seeing yourself in the now and understanding that woo i've moved mad but I'm trying to move less mad. Amen. So um, that's Cancer, Sun and Rising. Um, Now Gemini. Gemini, which I guess should have actually been the next one, to be honest. But, you know, after Taurus, but whatever. So Gemini. What is the message for Gemini? Mm -mm 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 -mm. Gemini sun and rising. Stop falling on the floor. It's like they like being on the floor. Gemini, six of uh, six of coins in reverse. Six of coins in reverse. The magician card and the queen of swords. Right. So Gemini, the message that's coming out here is like, you can't pay people to like you. 
you know People pleasing will only get you so far (laughs) People pleasing will only get you so far Like some of you try to embed yourself in people's lives by Oh, I'll do this for you and I'll do this for you Because you're scared that if you don't do those things for them you, You feel like you need to do things for people In order to be able to embed yourself in their lives Because you don't think that you're enough Like if you didn't do things for people Then there would be no reason for them to be friends with you But that's actually a lie Like you're lying You're actually lying There is so much more to you Than the things Than how useful you are to people Because that is the message That you're actually sending them That is the way that you Are telling them Your story about yourself Like there are stories That we tell people about ourselves Whether we we realise it or not There is a story that you're telling About yourself That's actually untrue Like oh well If I buy you this Or if I pay for this Or if I um take you here or you know if I you know do all it feels like definitely feels like it's monetary especially if you're dating people like I'm gonna do these things because then hopefully you're you're worth more than the money that you have there is so much more to you than just um trying to buy people's affections there's so many aspects of you like you're funny like yeah you know maybe you've got an acquired sense of humor but you're funny um and you know you are super creative and super super intelligent and let those parts of you shine it's I I wanted to sing this little peng of mine again But maybe not But no, actually I will This little peng of mine Woo! I'm gonna let it shine Ay, ay, ay This little peng of mine I'm gonna let it shine Da-da-da-da-da This little peng of mine Hey, hey, I'm gonna let it shine I need backup singers Let it shine Let it shine Let it shine Let your pengness shine, man let your penguin shine. That's why you've got the magician card here. You're so freaking powerful. You're so freaking powerful, but you don't realize all the resources that you have available to you. There are other aspects of you that, you know, if you wanted to share that abundance with people that you should, and I'm not saying like, don't be generous, don't help people. Like, of course, do those things. But if you're doing those things because you think that that is the only value you have, that is a lie. And it's time to unlearn that lie. We've got the queen of swords here. Um, which I remember when I was first learning tarot and the queen of swords was, um, kind of, uh, related to Kim, uh, Kris Jenner, uh, Kim Kardashian's mum, where like, you know, they talk about her being a great manager, but a terrible mother, um, who bust by the by. But the reason I say that is because the queen of swords does make me think about mother sometimes. And like, is that something that you experience? Like, because sometimes the way that we behave in our formative years go on to dictate how we behave once we've grown up. Do you feel like your relationship improved with your mother when you had more money and you could help and um, buy her things and do things for her? Um, do you, or do you feel that you got more respect when you were growing up, regardless of mother? Do you feel like you got more respect once you started making more money and you could like um, hold your own? And so in those that what that the message that that sent to you is that, oh, people only respect me when I have money or when I give them money. So in situations or in new dynamics, you go to assert yourself by 
flinging money at the situation But that doesn't actually make people respect you anymore City girls up There are city girls out here You know Who um, will take that money And keep it moving Like You know People You you can't Money can't buy your love Money don't What's it My love don't cost a thing You're thinking I'm to bring me a shoe Don't Oh, no, she, did she say you've got to keep me ice? I think I just said bring me ice. But if I don't have a drink, why do I need the ice? But anyway, 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 that is your message. You don't need to buy people's love because you're so wonderful as you are. Um, let that be what shines forth, not your not your coins. Okay. So that is uh, who did I say? That was Gemini Sun and Gemini Rising. Let's get into the Leo Babes. Let's get into the Leo Bay Bears. Oh, and I didn't actually say, because I just uh, conveyed it in the message, but your card, Gemini, Sun and Gemini Rising, it was the same as Pisces. You are always enough. That was your card. You are more than enough. More than a woman, more than a woman. I sound so much Aaliyah, gosh. And what's funny is that when Aaliyah was about, I wasn't even feeling her like that. But Someone will hear that and be like, oh, because you've got a thing against light-skinned girls. I'm so over. That's one thing I just feel like I'm so over this in this lifetime. Dark-skinned men making it out like women like me have a vendetta against mixed-race girls or light-skinned girls simply because they fail to be able to self-regulate when they are around light-skinned girls. Like some the way that some of you men behave around light-skinned girls, and they don't even have to be like the penis thing going. Like, fam, some can have horns coming out of their foreheads, but as, as long as their skin is lighter than a brown paper bag, the way that you behave is quite frankly embarrassing. Like you're embarrassing yourself and you're embarrassing people who are in... um the same proximity to you I just find it I find it so sickening to watch like just the self-respect goes out of the window specifically when it's dark-skinned guys like they see a light-skinned woman and they just fucking lose it like oh it's it makes me want to vomit in my mouth honestly because you're just like for what you don't know anything about their character. You don't know anything about who they are. What's getting you giddy and what's making your willy go wonga wonga is literally their complexion. You've made a judgment call about their character and everything else simply based on their complexion and possibly their hair texture. Embarrassing. Truly embarrassing. And I think about that a lot with how people speak about me and um, act around me. like. Would you go around describing me in that way if I were lighter skinned? Likely not, because without deep interrogation, people actually walk around, especially men, they walk around talking about somebody like me as if I'm this like um, sword wielding, crazy mad woman, just like stomping about the place. But if I were a few shades lighter, the language would change completely. And then what is being read as aggressive and loose cannon suddenly turns into, oh, she's assertive and she's funny and there's something about her. There's an allure about her. Honestly, like I said, colorism makes some of you incredibly embarrassing. And I pray that you're freed of those shackles that are holding you and your penis down. God have some sense, have some sense, ask yourself in the preceding weeks, um, ask yourself going forward, do I think that, would I think that of a light-skinned woman? Would I? 
Because you don't take time to ask yourself those questions And that is part of the problem Um, What have we got here? Interesting card Um, That is definitely the Hermit card Um, So I'm just doing the Leo Why is this coming out? (laughs) Oh, I guess it's a moment of shine, shine, shine for everybody Who am I to question the cards? The card girlies, the spirit girlies All right. Gosh, I'm going to be pissed off, like I said, if this episode is anywhere near two hours because I did not want to be here. Um, All right, cool. So, Leo, we're on Leo Sun, Leo Rising. Two more signs after this. Whoop, dee doop. The Hermit card in reverse. You see the Hermit in the woods just with minimal light. Um, we've got the Wheel of Fortune out again for the third time. Must be my shit shuffling or just spirit really has a word for everybody. We're glowing up the listeners of this podcast. Five of Cups came out again. And this time we have the Justice card, Libra card. Beautiful. Um, That's come out here. So the Hermit card You've got to come out of hibernation. It's like you've gone away to hide. Something's changed in your life and you're like, oh, I need to go away and hide because this isn't how I usually know myself to be. So I'm going to go away. Maybe, maybe it's something good. Something good is happening for you. And it's the kind of good that leaves you feeling vulnerable. And you don't really know how to go about sharing that or how to navigate this new stage. And anxiety is eating you up Five of Cups is here It's like you're thinking of every sort of circumstance Where this might not go your way Or there's a chance that you could lose this And the Justice card has come out to say Stop all of that Stop all of that Like believe in yourself And advocate for yourself You, you, Nothing about this came about by chance They came about because of your actions Because of your decisions So own that own that and step into your truth and step into your light. The card that you got from the spiritual seasoning for the soul deck is the creator gave us, gave you the ability to create, use it wisely. None of the things that are happening currently for you um, happened just by chance. You were co-creating with spirit. You were co-creating with the universe. So take ownership of your part. And rather than like trying to cower away and hide away, maybe for some it might be pregnancy. And so every your body's changing. It's like, oh, I don't know myself in this way. I was more confident when I looked a different way. So I'm going to start going to the background. And it's like, nah, did you see Rihanna? Did you see how Rihanna showed the fuck up when she was pregnant? I'm not saying that necessarily you need to be going to a crop, wearing a crop top to go to Tesco or you, or you can. Nobody's saying that you can't do that either. But what I'm saying is that nobody's saying that you have to show up in the exact same way that Rihanna was showing up. But what was beautiful about the way that Rihanna showed up was she never stopped being herself just because something's changed in your life. Maybe like pregnancy doesn't mean that all of a sudden that you now need to start acting different and start doing. Ah, 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 ah. Sometimes. No, actually that's not a good song to be singing. Anyway. You don't need to change who you are just because something is growing in your womb, you know? No, just keep being you. And for some people, it might not be that. It's just simple. Simply things have changed in your life and you're worried about maybe you've just bought a new place. You're worried that your friend who's still couch surfing 
they all feel funny when you give when you share the news that you've gotten a new place. I'm sorry, it is possible for numerous things to be true at the same time where your friend can possibly feel shit about their couch surfing situation, but still be able to celebrate you. Like give people the opportunity to show you their best self. Don't preempt it for them. Maybe, or maybe they do move mad and it tells you everything that you need to know then and you keep it the fuck moving. But the fact is you have to still give people a chance to be able to enjoy with you the good things that are happening in your life. Don't preempt that it's all going to be doom and gloom, basically. Like, this is your time. This is my moment. This is my perfect moment with you. I don't even know Martin McCutcheon's star sign. Anyway, that is your word. Like, come out of hiding. Come out of hiding for whatever reason you are hiding. Like, come out and and this is your moment. Like, let your light shine. Like, I feel like that's a definite message across the board like it feels like good things are happening behind the scenes for quite a lot of people but I guess because of the nature of how horrendous life is generally you know from a system systemic and institutional perspective right now people are kind of scared to be like oh hey actually I'm all right it's okay for you to be all right it's okay for you to be all right so that was Leo and now Aquarius What's the message for Aquarius? Aquarius, sun and Aquarius rising almost at the end. I have a very big god who is always by my side. A very big god by my side, by my side. Anyhow, Wild Seed happens as a series or a film and I'm not involved. <laughs> That is the day that me and Viola say, me and Viola Davis will enter the same trouser because I'm freaking fed up, fed up. But again, I'm not waiting for anything. I'm tired of waiting on people. In time, all will be made clear, and a baby girl will shine. Oh, oh, things are sexy for you, Aquarius. Not you being sexy, Aquarius. While everybody else is going through it. <laughs> Aquarius is like, I'm going to get it in. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. What's the card from the spiritual seasoning deck? No. No, that's just showing my shit shuffling. Every day I'm shuffling, shuffling. Let's see what comes out from the spiritual seasoning. Okay. Let's go. Oh, okay. Seems no, I'm gonna shuffle again. Spirit, spirit, I'm gonna shuffle again because there are so many cards here. Can't be telling me the same cards over and over. I know that everybody's connected and stuff, but oh, that's very hilarious. Oh, okay, cool. That's better, isn't it? Better for everybody. All right. So we've got the lovers card for you. We've got the lovers card. And we've got the, everything's a major arcana for you. This is a big, big energy. We've got the full card and we've got the high priestess in, um, we've got the high priestess in uh, reverse. And then the card you've got from the spiritual seasoning for the soul deck is, is this something you want or you have been told you should want? Is the card you've got. So the lover's card has come out because 
you, passion has been ignited in your life in one way or another. It feels very, very sexual. Like of all the cards that I've pulled so far, I haven't even gotten like sexual energy like that. But for you, baby, Aquarius sun, Aquarius rising, you've been, you've been making love. You've been making love. You've been making love. Or maybe you haven't. There's definitely this energy of just passion coming out of nowhere and you really, just your sensuality being like reignited and rejuvenated in like the best way. And, you know, I love that for you. I absolutely, absolutely love that for you. Um, It's a new beginning. So it feels like a new relationship. The only thing that spirit is saying here is like, you've got the priestess, the high priestess in reverse. Don't lose your power in this situation too. It seems like when you get into situations that you're having a great time, you sense, you tend to lose all sense of logic or you tend to lose sense of boundaries. But more importantly, you tend to lose your sense of power. Because it's just like, it's almost like you're waiting for somebody to give your power over to. And the thing is, that's not what you're meant to be doing with your power. You're not meant to be giving it over. No. So Spirit's just reminding you, keep your things, keep your wits about you, have all the fun, have all the enjoyment, but do not give up your power. Do not give up your sense of rationale. Do not end up in another cycle where you're just like, oh, and then I don't know how they ended up with all of my money. No, pay attention this time. Pay attention. Um, And that's why you've got, is this something you you want or something you've been told you should want? Because you, again, you go with what's familiar in it. Like, oh, now I'm in a relationship. So that means that I need to play this role. And that role requires me to give up my power. And that role requires me to never question and to just go with what the person is saying. No, that it does not mean that. Do not give up your power this time. You've come so far. You've learned so much from previous situations. You've managed to reclaim your power in so many different ways. Don't now give it up for cocky. Girl, why am I panic? No, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Okay, the final card, Libra Sun and Libra Rising. I can't wait. Libra Sun and Libra Rising. I'm just honest in it. Like, I wouldn't want you to think like, oh, I just wanted to do this for everybody. (laughs) I didn't want to do this for everybody. I would rather not. But I'm always praying to be a clear vessel. And this is what I was prompted to do. So I did the needful. Um bloody hell again a fucking gain on the floor okay ace of swords oh four of wands oh seven of swords okay eight of swords and reverse okay and what card do we have here from the spiritual seasoning deck okay i'm just gonna go with it all right we've got the ace of swords for libra sun libra rising ace of swords We've got the four of wands and we've got the seven of swords. And then we've got the, from the spiritual seasoning deck, we've got the creator gave you the ability to create, use it wisely again. Ace of swords is here saying that like you're going to be coming to certain realizations for some of people. It's about relationships because we're seeing the four of wands, literally marriages, seven of swords. Like if there's any deception, 
your likely to see it at this time whether you're deceptive they're deceptive like you're likely to see it at this time you've got the eight of swords in reverse at the bottom of the deck saying that you're coming out of being in denial about certain things in certain situations um the deception doesn't necessarily need to be anything I don't know, salacious, like anything else, but it's just like, there's definitely this um, spark that's come out for you where it's just like, especially while Mercury is retrograde, um, where you're looking back on things and being like, I want clarity. I want more clarity in my relationships. Thank you, spirit. That's what it's feeling like. You're wanting more clarity in relationships because things haven't been clear and people haven't been presenting themselves as best as they should. And it feels intentional where you're only being given, you know, like whether it's lying by omission or whatever, you're not given the full information and you're pretty much just tired of it. So there's a part of you now because the swords um, take us to thinking about the intellect where you're like, no, I want clarity. I want everyone to say exactly what they mean, exactly what they mean, because I'm not going to keep trying to figure out what everybody's trying to say around me. That is so long for man. Like everybody say what the fuck you mean. So we can all move forward, but that's good. Like this is your time to do that. You need to speak up for yourself. You need to advocate for yourself more because this is also about you not being deceptive with the things like you can't be scared. You've also got to say what you think. You've got to say your mind. It feels like you haven't said so many things in the past because you're scared of not keeping the peace. Um, so you'll just go with saying the thing that it seems like will make everybody the happiest where you're being told right now that no, this is your time. Like if you want your relationships to have firm foundations and sturdy foundations, you also need to be able to say what you desire. And if people aren't used to hearing people actually literally say what they want out of life, Life, that's more for them that's their fucking problem you should be able to say what you desire and if people are able to do that call cool. and if they're not at least we all know where we stand so yeah you just need to advocate for yourself more it says here the creator gave you the ability to create so use it wisely like you are creating your relationships you are creating the re- reality that you experience within those relationships so you have to be able to say I want this and I don't want that like it's important for you it's important for you going forward that you're able to do that um and you come out of this state of denial where you're denying yourself the things that you truly desire and the changes that you truly want to see like oh um let me just make everybody else feel okay no you also deserve to feel okay so you can't keep back um swallowing your tongue swallowing your tongue that's not what it's made for that's what Nayira Wahid said um anyway so that's all of the that yeah those are all of the signs I have now completed we thank the most high um Will I do, I don't know if I will do any of the letters. I put letters down that I was going to go through them, but I don't even know um, if I want to now. But we'll see. We'll see. Um, Okay, cool. So I'll big up the next of this week's show sponsors who are, um, say her name. This podcast episode is sponsored by the thrilling novel Say Her Name by Drida Say Mitchell and Ryan uh, Carter. It is available already. Uh, it came out on the 1st of April in ebook, audiobook, and paperback editions. It's a chilling thriller from the best selling authors of Spare Room, 
one woman goes in search of her past and what she finds is the darkest side of humanity. The book is available at amazon.co.uk forward slash SYM. So that's amazon.co.uk forward slash SYM. And if you have a Kindle Unlimited subscription, Say Her Name is available at no additional cost as part of your subscription. Um, So go and order a copy at amazon.co.uk forward slash SYM. And I look forward to hearing your feedback and how you're getting on with um, the book and how much you're enjoying it. Uh, The character, Eva, is a biracial woman. I know some of you will now be falling over yourselves at at the thought of that. She was adopted as an eight-year-old, um, eight-year-old child. Um, she was adop- adopted by Cherry and Carlton Sugar McNeil, and she's always been—they've always been the only parents that she's wanted or needed. But when she's dealt the double blow of Cherry's death and her own suspension from work, Eva decides that it's time to discover who she was before she was theirs, and basically it just leads her on a very, very winding journey, discovering that there are some black women that go missing and they're never looked for. It's never publicized, and why does that happen? happen and how is that linked to her life in one way or another so yeah I encourage you to go and get involved with that um and yeah check it out so gonna I guess wrap up the show at this point and save all of the other messages and things um that no should I save the messages should I wrap up the show let me see I feel like I'll do some letters I think that that's only fair do some letters I'll save your tarot questions until next week since I've already done a reading for every freaking sign um let's see what did I say that I would oh okay let's look at share your magnificence we've got a share your magnificence letter here we go hi Kalechi I hope you're well I've been a follower for a while and decided now is the perfect time to write for share your magnificence last week you said to let our pengness stand up so I'll cut to the chase and nominate myself for Share Your Magnificence. I've recently secured my first LLC, built an app, and I'm slowly and deliberately building my business after starting this endeavor less than three months ago. I had the idea to build a service to provide access to mental health resources and referrals for underserved minority communities globally for so long and never acted upon it out of fear of failure. After listening to your pod for a while and connecting with my own therapist, I decided to do the damn thing. I stopped letting fear and limiting belief of others limiting and limiting beliefs of others dictate my pursuit of my passions. You don't know just how impactful your words have been to this baby girl. I'm starting to live my purpose and trust my own voice again. And to say I feel liberated is an understatement. I should write in again for a tarot pool regarding my relationship and desire to move abroad because America is going to hell in a handbasket. Oh, baby, it is. But my intuition tells me I already know the answers to my questions. Anyway, thank you for being you, for existing in all of your magnificence and holding space for baby girls like me until we realize our own glory. Sending you so much love and light. Two slaps on your chest, baby girl, all the way from America. Hi. Hi. No, I'm um, that's a lovely message and I'm glad that you are stepping into your own glory and doing the things that need to be done it's so important and your message really really resonates with me because that's really why I do this like the other day I got really annoyed because somebody was coming back with some wayward feedback um or we would, the the the, feed, the feedback or whatever the person was saying as far as I was concerned was wayward and it just really 
aggravates me when people behave like I'm this rabid dog, like I don't know what I'm doing, as if there isn't a method to all of the things I'm doing. At the end of the day, no ego, no nothing. I'm smarter than a lot of you motherfuckers because I've been able to, all the people that are out here criticizing and worrying that I'm a loose cannon or what will I do here and what will I say here? I've managed to temper a career saying the things that I need to say and building the community that I've built. And am I in jail? Well, But you know, like I'm here Meanwhile, you're all still cowering For your bosses and your workplaces Can we all respect ourselves? Because if one thing I've been able to do Is live my truth So you can save your critiques And oh, I get where you're coming from When people have fuckery to say about me Because I'm actually here living life Like actually navigating life You know, outwardly And I still am here thinking Where are my apologies? Like People will accidentally send um, messages where they're doubting what I'm saying about myself. Like I've been involved in a project and I've said that this is how my involvement has been in that project. And they think that they're messaging somebody else, but they're actually still messaging the the message, the, the whatever, the chat that I'm in talking about, oh, I don't think her part is as big as she says she is, it says it is. That still bugs me to this day because nobody's actually had the chest, had the vim to come forward and be like, you know what? Sorry that I said that. I'm, I didn't realize nobody ever gives me my sorries. Nobody ever gives me my sorries because I'm meant to move on. People can talk about exterminating me and people are, oh, I didn't realize it was that much. <laughs> and then no apologies because I'm just meant to move on. So actually I've got a stronger heart than a lot of you people out there because even without the apologies, even without the flowers, I keep pers- persevering and doing the things that need to be done. And at this point, if you know anyone that's like, oh, I don't really follow Kalechi's work too closely. I don't know what she does here and I don't know what she does there. You're lazy. You're lazy and you're stupid as far as I'm concerned because you don't know how I'm going to behave in certain situations on the news. Do you know how many news programs I've been on? All you have to do is look at my Instagram. My Instagram isn't cute for a particular reason because I just see it as um like a a ground to just put all of the things that I've done. There are like five different interviews on there on national TV that live on my page. If you ever needed to know what I'm about, because again, I stay doing the job. I stay doing the work while everybody else is pussyfooting around their bosses. Some of your, the most tyrannical, most horrendous people that you've worked for, but I'm the problem at this stage. I don't want to hear what anybody else has to say. I am firmly walking in my truth. I don't want to hear anybody else's opinions anymore because it's letters like this that remind me that I'm actually doing what needs to be done while everybody else is having all of their critique and trying to figure it out. I'm actually doing the work in a number of arenas, whether it's my creative stuff, just enjoying my life, dancing and music videos, or you know, talking, talking up the things in whatever um, documentary or whatever else while recording the podcast, while running a pole dance studio, while raising a child, like I'm doing all of the things. And until you get on my level, everybody can keep their advice and their feedback and everything to their fucking selves. Yeah. That's how I feel about it. Um, So two slaps on your chest. I'm glad that the work that I do resonates with you because you have sense and you're clearly going on to do greater and greater things. Um, cool. So who's next? I'm not doing any. Oh, for my So You Mad, since I've done Show Your Magnificence, for my So You Mad, I just wanted to say, um, send a massive hug to, um, Britney Spears. She announced this week that, um, she, um, had a miscarriage and I just wanted to send her all of the love, um, because it's pop culture. That's why I mentioned it in So You Mad. Like, 
I'm so sorry. And as somebody who's experienced such a loss, I send you all of the healing and all of the vibes. And she, you know, she said in her um, Instagram post that her, she and her partner plan to keep trying, you know, and, you know, good on her. And I also want to say in that vein, leave Brittany alone. Her conservatorship, look how I said that in one go, is over. So you don't need to be watching. If she she decides that she wants to hold her boobs and be naked on Instagram, facial front if you don't like it, leave her alone. Like she's missed out on so many years of her life, so many years of, of doing things and realizing, oh, maybe I don't want to do that. Or maybe I do want to do that. She hasn't had that experience. Like let her figure it out. And people are too quick. Again, people are too quick to share their wayward opinions when you have not lived through what that person has lived through. Take a moment and consider it does anybody give a shit about my opinion because maybe they don't leave people alone so sending um Brittany all the love for that and for straw of the week since I'm already here might as well do the two straws of the week and keep it moving um where's my first straw of the week that I saw that I thought was okay here we go hi Kalechi I hope this email finds you well this issue has sat heavy on my mind for days now and I can't shake this feeling of heaviness SPAC nation's exploitation of young black people especially black girls is shocking we already know from the panorama documentary in 2019 that they are a fraudulent organization now they have moved in exploitation of young black girls knowing fully well the history of neglect and lack of care for black women This latest madness has them grooming young girls aged 13 to 16 by luring them with boss babe lunches and convincing them to move into trap houses on Instagram, no less. They feel so emboldened. Who is going to protect black girls? We cannot wait for our abuser or oppressors to do so. We need to save ourselves and amplify our voice. Like you said in last week's episode, our energies are aligning. And if you choose to move mad, you are the one that will suffer. The government doesn't give, don't give a fuck either do the, neither do the police because we have not heard him since the 2019 investigation despite a mountain of evidence they are really looking for this to implode as the reason why black people need more policing and to introduce laws that especially profile and target the black community under the guise of protection we cannot let this happen we need to look after our own We need anyone with a voice, platform, access to any evidence, receipts and information to bring it all out. This ends now. As for Toby Adeboyega and his cronies, suck all your mothers and their swell ass pussies. I really hope you choke and die from the stench of it. Love and, how can you say all of that thing? Say love and light, yours truly and forever a baby girl. Thank you so much for that message. Um, Yes. Okay. Um, I just read that and I read that and I read that and I read that definitely. And I'll read more messages that are about that specific thing over and over again until something is done. So thank you for that. Um, And then my next straw of the week, AKA suck your mum, it says here. uh, Okay, here we go. 
Dearest Kelechi, I hope you are doing absolutely sensationally. I was so excited for you when I heard you announce the next live show. May it be bigger, better and more blessed than the last one. You blew us all away in April like the household name that you are. I pray that the next one is everything you imagine and more because you really did that the last time. This letter is long overdue, as you know, but I was holding back from writing it because I was waiting. I was awaiting Uh, details about whether or not an investigation will take place. In conclusion, there won't be because the police are wayward, which is why I'm writing this to you now. I wish I could say that this letter didn't have to be written, but a certain man did not get his due diligence of flogging. So here we are. I hope you can help me to deliver the cussing that is about to follow. Let me say trigger warning of assault in the street for any listeners who may want to skip ahead. I'm not physically harmed, but wanted Uh, But what happened was still vile, so some people may find it hard to listen to. My straw goes out to the crusty, dusty, stupid man who decided to spit at me on the night of the 2nd of April when I was on my way to a friend's party after your brilliant live show. Because of the gift of a show you'd blessed us with, I actively told myself that I felt safe enough and brave enough to walk alone to Warren Street Station that night instead of getting an Uber. Sadly, it slipped my mind that I'm walking in Babylon, so what happened next unfortunately burst my bubble. I was minding my cute business when I noticed the man walking towards me. Next thing I know, I see spit on the floor at my feet and I swear to you, I felt time stop. My eyes followed him round as I processed that he just spat at me. I'm a Taurus sun, Leo rising, Sagittarius moon. Immediately I saw red and he was about to get it. I demanded to know what the fuck that was to which he replied, you were in my way. This was at Euston Junction outside Warren Street Station. The streets were uh, there are wide enough for 10 of me to lay down in and there was nobody there. I was not in no motherfucking body's way. Even if I was, it doesn't warrant no dusty man spit to ever be at my feet. Of course, I started to cuss him and his entire lineage out in the street. I've never screamed at someone like that. Looking back, I'm extremely proud of myself. Now, I'm only five foot four and I'm not particularly strong. I'm not one to physically smack people up, but best believe I cannot class him. um, I'll cuss him. I know my ancestors were with me in the cusses that followed suit and I also know they got to him because I was cussing him as he walked away. He turned to me and threatened, watch what you say. I used to work for the Met. Two men doing road work saw what happened and defended me verbally, but of course the waste man walked away. To that man, you, sir, are going straight to hell. It will never be well with you, you raggedy, stinking bitch. All you have is your stupid phlegm. Me, I have my words. You can suck your mother dry. In fact, leave your mother alone. I wouldn't want your spit anywhere near her either. I hope the spit that you aimed at my feet comes up and falls on your head in the night. You complex prick. You don't even meet um, You don't even meet me. You're shorter than me, so you could only spit down. You're racist and you're nasty. Because how dare you be so fucking entitled? that you expect me to move out of the way. Black people have historically been told to move out of the way for white people. I'm not doing that shit anymore. I continue standing tall in my confidence that this bitch can ever take me, um, take away from me, spiceless dick. The Met Police can also have several straws for not doing their fucking job. When I reported the incident, the first thing the officer asked me was, what did he do that for? As if I had done something to deserve it. Is she okay? Clearly not. I audibly laughed because of how absurd it was, that I, but I kept it stepping. Eventually, it got escalated to Kentish Town Police Department, who said they were checking the CCTV of the hospital, um, hospital outside where it happened to try and get the, his face. 
I didn't get the names of the men that saw what happened. So I went back the next day to place where it happened, took pictures of the cameras that I know would have been um, seen that criminal's face and also took pictures of a plaque that had the name of a building company to ask uh, the p- uh, police officer if they could be contacted to see who was working that previous night. Basically, I was doing up detective work for them. I know I don't have a guarantee that um, it was the same company, but I was going with what I had. I even took pictures of the manhole cover that the men were working at to help the police find out exactly who was working. Those men who defended me are my only witnesses after all. After going back and forth in emails, the police officer told me that they were able to access CCTV footage from outside the hospital where the incident took place. But of course, the cameras, although in the vicinity, do not cover that part of the street where it took place. So the security team do not pick up any incident. That's copied and pasted from the email I received, by the way. The security team from that hospital can have a straw too, because if it was their daughters who were spat at, you know, they'd be rinsing every single second of them and still um, they found nothing. Um, no, they, sorry, they would be rinsing every single um, second of every single camera. I'm vexed because I did the job for them and they still found nothing. I circled the cameras they needed to check in the photos I sent them. It still wasn't enough. They're liars as far as I'm concerned. They can also have a straw for not granting Belly Mujinga this level of care or investigation, albeit minimal. I was ready to press charges for attempted murder because this is how Belly Mujinga was murdered and spitting at people during a whole pandemic is violent and dangerous as fuck. I was literally going to say that Like wow Another straw goes out to people That I thought were my friends And who saw me post about it In my story Right after it happened But who didn't reach out To ask if I was okay The lack of care for black women And black mixed race women Stinks This season Is asking me to re-examine Who my true friends are And what happened After the live show Was proof that Not everybody is really Rooting for you Finally I wanted to share a quick share your magnificence, if I may, to the beautiful black women who showed up five minutes after the incident, saw me in tears and stayed with me to check I was okay. One of them reached out to me on Insta the next day. I won't say her name in case she wants to remain anonymous, but she knows who she is. I wanted to let them all know that I would not be I would not have been okay had it not been for them stopping by. I was on my own before they showed up. Yes, there were two men who saw what happened, but they didn't offer me the compassion that those women did. And I really was beside myself. Thank you. You all deserve the world. I share your magnificence also. Um, I share your magnificence also goes to my best friend and baby girl, Selena, for looking after me that night. You are a blessing in my life and thank you for the love always. I adore you more than words can ever describe, but I know you know this for sure. Also, Kelechi, a share your magnificence goes to you. I don't think I would have had the strength to cuss him as hard as I did had it not been for the empowering space you created at the live show just moments before. Thank you for uplifting black women, particularly dark-skinned black women in all that you do. I'm not a dark-skinned black woman, but seeing them celebrated by you as you do is amazing. And I feel honored to witness and be welcomed into the safe spaces you create for us to be angry. Anger is sacred and you show us that we can take ownership of it. Thank you for hearing me when I first let you know about it. And if you're still reading, thank you for giving me this space now. I appreciate you like so many of us do. I'm writing this on my birthday to leave the fuckery behind and enter my 24th year with the right energy. Thank you. Have a beautiful week. Sending you all of the love and protection. All my love. Um, thank you so much for that, um, Severine. Um, thank you. And I'm so, so supportive. I'm sorry that that happened to you because it's just disgusting. 
it's just disgusting. And honestly, if I were a belt, I would have whooped that guy's ass for thinking he could spit at a black woman and not get his clarted clart. I'm so sorry that happened. It's absolutely vile. And exactly as you said, that's why it got to me when you even told me that like literally Belly Majinga died because a motherfucker spat at her in the, we're in a Corona, like Corona, like we're in a panoramic. We're in a panacotta. Why do you think it's okay? We're in a panda bear. Why do you think it's okay to go around spitting at people in the middle, in the middle of a Panasonic? Why is that okay? It's never, ever okay. But more at a time when you know that there's a virus virus going around that's killing people and you're like, I'm going to spit. That means you want me dead. And I'm really sorry in that moment, I have to call on every ancestor to fuck you up and that you fall into the next manhole that you see. I'm so sorry that happened to you. And I'm so thankful that um, black women showed up to be able to um, provide you some safety or just to hold you and, and, you know, hold space for you in that moment. And that you were able to see your friend who was also able to um, do the same and do similar for you because the violence is never ending as women black women trying to navigate this life it's just like it's never ending but it needs to end because we too deserve to live our best life so I'm so so sorry um that happened and you know again forever and always fuck the police truly because there's never enough there's never enough evidence there's never enough this there's never enough that like you don't actually want to do your jobs but let's now say defund and suddenly you're screaming up and down well what are you gonna do the next time you need the police clearly nothing because whenever I do need you you are nowhere to be found you can't do your job so we're still back at square one are we not so yeah and to the man that spat it will never ever be well with you you short devil it will never ever be well with you it will never I hope that your anus itches for an eternity and there's nothing that will alleviate that itching I hope that all you know is misery all you know is misery. The misery that drove you to spit at somebody, an attractive woman walking past, probably tried to get your attention and you were like, just, you didn't even notice him. And for some reason, he felt like that warranted him spitting at your feet because really men don't know how to take people not being interested in them. They don't know how to take it well. They really don't. And it's just a wild state of affairs. But I'm praying protection over you, Severine. And thank you for... um writing in um and i'm sending you all of the love and you're so beautiful and i love watching you play guitar and sing you've got an amazing voice i'm trying to be like you g um yeah sending you all of the love and two slaps on your chest for just being an incredible actor and um just all around wonderful person and um even without all of those things you did not deserve what happened to you but you know i just you're just a light you're a light and thank you so much for your support of the children's home as well your proper proper baby girl and um yeah i just sending you all of the love and protection and healing um at, you know during this time look at that reluctantly i managed to somehow do a full episode that i did not really even want to do i'm going home so like i said the live show is on sunday 25th of september a week before my birthday um tickets go on sale 10 a.m. Monday 30th of May. The live show will be at Sadler's Wells. The tickets are tiered this time, so different prices for different seating situations. There will be an after party. Um, it's There's very limited tickets for the after party. There won't be a pre-meet. There won't be a Patreon uh, pre-meet, although patrons, you will get a discount code. 
um, for you to get your tickets, you'll get a discount code, but there will only be the after party. So if you haven't, if you don't get a ticket for the after party, you're unlikely to see me before or after the show. Um, definitely not before, but definitely, you know, you know, you might not see me after the show if you don't get a ticket. That's um, so just bear that in mind. Um, and yeah, that's it. That's it. I'm gone. See you later. Peace. It's the Ben's Brunani woman is Baby boys, baby girls, you need to hear this so Sit down, sit down, receive this realness Make sure your cup's ready for the tea we are go sipping here Hard time scrolling for your long shorts You might learn something you never know Collect you find, and she's one of a kind Don't say you mind, say you mind